Hi guys, this is AJ Kelly and I want to welcome you to On The Hour Podcast. Welcome. All right now. Yes. I don't know why I was feeling that air horn today. I was just like listening to some reggae music, getting hyped up, you know. But anyway, guys, I wanted to um definitely get back on subject today. Um with the bipolar manipulation tactics that we kind of got into describing, you know, parent and child situations, right? Um, And we all know it it goes beyond that, but we were just breaking down that one particular, you know, part of it, how a child looks at it, you know, different than an adult. Because when an adult is looking at a bipolar person, it's just a totally different uh, point of view. You see something different. You see it for really what it is. You know, an embarrassment. They It's like they over there just clowning themselves and they don't even know it. Look at Kanye West. Think about it. He act a fool whenever possible. He lets you know that I'm crazy, but then he ha- he tries to double back and let you know that I'm not crazy. This is like a whole tactic that they use to play games with people. You know what I'm saying? He knows exactly what he's doing. Because if he wasn't, if he didn't know what he was doing, he wouldn't be all of a sudden, I'm humbled. I feel humbled now. You know, all my bank accounts are frozen. My assets, they're holding on to my money. And now I am humbled. I now know what it feels like to have a knee on my neck. Really? Wow, he now knows what it feels like. Like, I don't even know why he felt like he can play with the George Floyd family like that. And even, um, and say that that man didn't die from uh, a knee on his neck. He said he died from fentanyl poisoning. And now all of a sudden you want to reference a knee on your neck. Now you know what it feels like. I'm tired of this dude, y'all. He's crazy. They're saying right now that uh, Kim Kardashian is about to have conservatorship over this man. I'm just saying. We see what we see, but what we don't see, it's a lot going on. That man got a lot going on. And, you know, he's a celebrity, so I don't have any sympathy for rich celebrities that are doing erratic and weirdo things. I don't have no sympathy for that. And then they lose their money and now they crying. I have no sympathy for that. But when it comes to like you having to deal with these people in your family, that's a whole nother thing because you cannot pick your family. You can't pick them, right? So I was saying how one time my mother set me up for failure. And I was telling you that she um, asked me to take her to get her eyes some eye examination, right? And she couldn't drive back, but she was running late. So she just elected that I drive because she's running late. And that's just because she was having an episode and she need they need excuses to um, explain away their behavior. This is how come they know what they're doing. They know they're going out of control right now. They just can't control it and nor do they care to. So... Instead of have to go through all of that and kumbaya moments, they just play like it, it's not happening. Like they're not in a manic state right now. And they're just insisting that you drive so they can yell at you the whole time. And I was thinking about before she even did that to me, she did it to somebody else. 
she had a friend. Matter of fact, this is so crazy. Maybe it was a year to the date, actually, that she had to go and get another eye exam because she asked a lady to take her, a friend of hers. And the friend was, I don't know what type of bind the friend was in or anything, but I, I think she made a concession to help her out and drive her. She was like, okay, I have an interview in the morning. I have to be there at this time, but I could take you. I'll leave my car at your, at your house or something. Yeah, I'll leave my car at your house, and then I'll drive your car, I, you know, back. You'll drive yourself to the appointment, and I'll drive you back to my car, and then I'll go to my interview. This is how this situation was going to go, right? <clears throat> so the lady ended up just spending the night. I think she didn't, she lived on another side of town and she didn't really want to do all of that driving back and forth. So she said, I'm going to come over tonight. And I, I ended up stopping by. So I said hello to the lady, whatever. And, um, she was just telling me, yeah, I'll, I'll drive her tomorrow. I was like, yeah, I couldn't do it. And she was like, okay. So I left, bam. Next thing I know, I stopped back by my mom's house and me and my stepfather sitting around talking and he's getting like frantic calls from the lady who supposed to drop my mother back home. And I'm like, well, what's going on? And he downplaying it. He downplaying it. But it's a crazy situation. The lady like, listen, I drove, I, um, your wife asked me to drive this morning. She was running late. Like the lady spent the night so she wouldn't be late. She would be on time for her portion of this commitment, right? So she was on time. You woke up running late. The lady downstairs waiting on you. The lady now in the car waiting on you because what else she going to do? This is not her house. She like, I'll just go wait in the car. I'm already ready. You know, I got something to do after this. So she's sitting in the car waiting on you. You running ridiculously late, right? And you're in your manic state. She doesn't know that yet, though. She hasn't seen you this morning. So you come downstairs and you're on one. You, you, you have a, a grudge, you have a vengeance in your eye for everybody who come in front of you. This is how their brain works when they bipolar and they go into that mode where they're somebody else now. You know what I'm saying? They mood change. So she's somebody else now. Anybody in her path is going to get it. So, and that's just how it is. I done seen it too many times. So she get out into the car and tell the lady, I want you to drive. I don't know how she told her because I wasn't there, but I guess it was maybe a little bit nicer than that. But I just talk mean when I'm using her voice because that's how she talked. But <laughs> I imagine it could have been nicer. I don't know. But um, so the lady drives her to the place. To the place. And the whole time the lady says she's talking crazy to her. Yelling at her, screaming at her, telling her she driving too slow. You know, trying to change the whole narrative that you're making me late now. No, you started off late. But see, we don't really care about you being late. Like, that's not our concern. You feel me? She's just here to drop you off at home. Like, she's not even supposed to be driving you there. You see what I'm saying? So you just needed an excuse to treat somebody bad because anybody in your path today was going to get it because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. 
and that's the red flag part of the 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 illness. It's like average person don't wake up. You know, Monday is about it for us. Yeah, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It's Monday. You know, what are you gonna do about it, right? It's Monday, but they do this quite often, so it's habitual with them. They, you know, they wake up on the wrong side of the bed. So somebody had to get it. So she talked crazy to this lady the whole way. I felt bad because I could hear it on the like coming through the phone, and I'm just sitting there. And I ain't even ear hustling. I could just hear it. She's like going in like, yo, I took her to the hospital, dropped her off. Um, she talked crazy the whole way. I'm stuck. I cannot bring her back home. There's no way I can do that. She treated me too bad. I'm walking because my car is at your house. And I'm going to walk to a friend's house and get a ride there so I can come get my car. And I felt horrible for her. But this is the life I have. These are the pieces that I have to pick up constantly behind this bipolar parent. And she doesn't understand it. She doesn't get it. It's like she tried to treat it like a grain of salt. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, you should have seen what she said to me. Like, no, no, no. I know you. I know you. I know you started this whole thing. I know you woke up in an episode because you woke up on a, in an episode when I took you. It, it was the same thing. And instead of me getting out and leaving you stranded, you tried to leave me, the driver, stranded. Like, oh, you're going to have to get out. Like, and I was like, no, I'm not going to get out. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, you was just, you we was having an episode and you treated this lady so bad she came all the way to help you do this. And then that's, this is how you treat her. She had to walk to somebody's house. And then I was a little upset that my stepfather didn't just go get her. See, I'm from a different school of thought. I'm cut from a different cloth. We parent, we, we're, that's my parent. I'm her child, but we different. I don't even think like that. My whole thing is, and, and my stepfather too, we from a different cloth because I don't think like that. Like, you got to pick up these pieces. This woman is wrecking people's lives and leaving a trail. Sometimes you got to have to clean up these pieces as well. You know what I'm saying? If I was in a position to go pick her up, I would have just got her. But I mean, you know, I try to stay out of this stuff because these are her friends or associates or whatever. And I don't try to, I try to stay out of it, but they always pull me into it. You know, because I'm going to get a call. I didn't get a call from this lady because I don't know her. But I know some of my mother's friends, but I don't know this lady. But I felt horrible for her. But I was like, why won't he just go grab her and bring her back home? You feel me? Her car is at your house. Your wife just left her stranded. So he had to go pick up my mother. Yep. He had to go... Uh, Get dropped off. I think I ended up dropping him. Wait, what happened? I, I Yeah, I dropped him off at the hospital to go get her car. I ended up doing that because the lady wouldn't get back in the vehicle with her because she treated us so bad. I was just like, wow. And I was thinking, I wonder what she said to her husband when, when he got in the car. Because she her whole thing, she just immediately is going to start turning it around on the other person. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. But, but those are some of the manipulation tactics 
you know, like that these people do. Even Kanye West, he used his manip manipulation tactics. He knows what he's doing half the time. Um, I will say that he is severely ill, though. And I think... Um, I think a part, a big, huge part of his problem is that he got too many handlers that's not, you know, telling him what it really is. You see, that's why I stay away from my mother a lot because I don't want to be the angry black woman telling you what it is. You see what I'm saying? You should know what it is. You know what you're doing. You know, you know, every time somebody come here and visit you, they leave in tears. You know, every time somebody come over here to do some work for you, that Im immediately signals inferior to you. Anybody doing service work to these people that that signals inferiority to them, that you're beneath them. You're coming here to do work for them. They have an inflated sense of self. They tell this stuff to themselves that, you know. They think they're better than you. They do. You know? I used to have a friend who was on ecstasy, and every time she was on ecstasy, she used to act like she's the man. And I used to be like, wow, like that must be a cool drug <laughs> to make you feel like you are that awesome all the time. Like, wow. You know, I never did it, you know. I don't do nothing. I ain't got time for nothing, man. I'm, I'm too busy trying to do what I'm doing. But um, I was just tripping out on how, like, she would be, like, superwoman. Like, she could do anything. Like, she's the man. Like, you can't tell her nothing. And I'd be like, wow. And that's how the bipolar people um, act. They have this, you know, inflated chest. They think they are larger than life, and they they really just hide in their insecurities. They are severely, severely insecure. Y'all know Kanye West is insecure. Look at him. You know? One minute, he'll dress up real spiffy. One minute, he'll look like a homeless man. He know what he's doing. Those are the moods that he's in. Like, you can't really fool nobody with that. You know, I done seen all of his stages of uh, manipulation. He, Kanye, they say it's like four stages of manipulation. And I think I've seen all four of them with Kanye. You know, because he, you know, his bipolar is different from my mother's because she don't have all, this is why it's so hard for me to really pinpoint what's going on with her. She won't tell you. She's not going to tell you. She's going to say her doctor told her she got ADHD. Okay. ADHD on steroids? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, help me with this. <laughs> like, ADHD on crack, heroin, and steroids? Like, what? Like, come on, man. Because um, you, you, like, exponentially out there with it. Like, but I don't know the number of her bipolar. But I don't know, I don't know Kanye's either. We just know that he is bipolar, right? But she doesn't have all four stages, so that kind of throws you off with people sometimes, right? But he got all four of them, like flattery, right? They say flattery is one of them. He will always put on a facade of being helpful and kind once he's caught up in his mess, right? 
once he said the anti-Semitic uh, statement, he had to double back. I'm sorry. I'm humbled. I could never be a racist. How could I? I'm black. You know, I am so humbled. Um, the banks took all my money. I'm just like you. I'm out here fighting and struggling just like you. They took all my money too. I now know what it feels like to have a knee on my neck. Like, really? Come on, man. I, I can't even believe he said something like that, right? But he threw in flattery too, right? Like, I, I, I'm a philanthropist. I give. It's, it's 30 million people being killed in Chicago a week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 